Hello and welcome to Modern Toy Fair. Today we're going to answer the question, has the collecting bubble popped? I'm your host, Mr. Mon Toyfer, and I am joined by the founder of the NEC Illuminati, the delayer of shipments, the procrastinator of pre-orders, my YouTube wife, Mrs. Modern Toy Fair, Jamar underscore games. But that's not all. We are also joined by the man, Optimus Prime. Oh, I think I fucked it up already, but I don't care. Optimus Prime popped, then he refuses to stop. The man the Modern Toy Fair has full custody over. The Twilight Knight, the master of Mac, the three-pump chump of taking this show off the rails, Nate. That was a that was a pretty good recovery. I or recover. I gotta admit. <laughs> we are recording though. Yes, we are actually recording. Okay, this week. that's yes, what I thought you fucked up. I wasn't. Oh no, I, I wish that because at least then I would have caught in the first three minutes instead of like twenty minutes <laughs> in, like usual. Uh, how are you guys doing? <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah, me as well. Me as well. That's good. That's a that's an upgrade from last week. That's for sure. Is it? Oh, you don't remember. Yeah. You you yeah. were in a, you were in a pretty sour mood at the beginning. You you, you got pretty uh, uppity by uh, the end, but yeah, you, you yeah, were very uh, you were very sour at the beginning of yes. the episode. I did. Uh, but anyway, we're here to talk about the collecting bubble and if it's popped. Uh, so for context, let's let's go through like a brief, vague timeline. Yeah. So a couple years leading up to the pandemic times, collecting had been kind of on the the up. It was kind of slowly getting bigger and bigger to the point where it was getting harder to get things because there's more people buying but not as much product so like for instance if you've been a fan of the show you'll remember the the NECA times when and and like that was kind of in the thick of the pandemic well it was even worse before that because they would send targets one or two things and 10 people would be going to target every day trying to find it um so the the you know supply demand was very 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 uh different um then the pandemic happened and a lot of people had more time on their hands because they weren't at work a lot more money on their hands from you know the um uh the checks the stimulus stimulus checks uh uh the stimulus checks and collecting kind of exploded suddenly like People who were just jumping in the hobby just because they had needed something to do. Some people were doing it to make more income and try to like become a reseller. Some people were just, you know, found a new passion because they watched a YouTube video or uh, found a podcast and it kind of brought that out in them. And the scarcity of figures amongst collectors became even smaller and harder to find. And on top of that, we had all the shipping delay issues with the, you know, obviously overseas. There was a lot of issues with the factories due to the pandemic. So it had gotten, you know, the supply and demand got even further apart. Uh, and then once, as things kind of slowly settled down over the course of the two years, they started to kind of equal out a little bit. But now it feels like demand is going a lot further down and the supply is not. The supply seems to be plentiful and the demand seems to be diminishing to levels lower than it was pre-pandemic. Because now you go, like, it was just Christmas time, and you go to Target and Walmart, and shelves are still full. Versus pre-pandemic, 
you'd go to a Target or a Walmart in January and there was like scraps if you're lucky. Uh, so I guess let's kind of go and discuss what we think is like causing this versus like, is this just kind of like a, a little bump in the road or if this is going to be an ongoing long-term problem? Cause we've kind of touched on the topic before, but never in a long form stance. Um, so who wants to go first? Not ever real once. Ah, no. <laughs> go ahead. Dan. I mean, I'll go. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely agree with pretty much everything you said um, and, and kind of how, you know, things were going and how things are currently going. Now, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to misinterpret this as like bitching that it's easy to find exclusives. Mm-hmm. So that taken out of it. Oh, yeah. Because uh, that is not a problem i i love it but you're absolutely correct and i think it is nowhere more apparent than target right now um because you know they've been getting exclusives in clearancing them within a month yeah and you know the same thing happened again especially with the star wars exclusives with uh some of the marvel exclusives uh And I can tell you it's, it's a, it's a couple of different things, I think, converging at once. I don't think it is one big thing, but a multitude of factors, because I do think when the pandemic happened, um, I think people had a little bit more time on their hands. They were spending more time at home. They were getting reinterested in maybe properties or things of their youth and getting nostalgic. And people were just like, oh, you know, I I want to relive this because life sucks right now. Mm -hmm. And so that that demand went really high for that kind of stuff. And as things are slowly, steadily, you know, steadily coming back into place, you know, you have people that are leaving the hobby, whether it was because they had, you know, good intentions to begin with, you know, that they just wanted to collect or if they had bad intentions, they wanted to flip and, and make a profit. Um, I think we are seeing those people kind of dissipate and leave as their lives once again get busier, unlike us sad folk who do this all the time. Um, but uh, I also do think that the price increases have really put a major hurt on this. Um, I look at the lines I bought two years ago compared to what I, what I get now. And it is, it's night and day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still get a lot, you know, but I'm way more selective. Um, and I am much more mindful of what I'm spending or how I'm spending. So it's more about like trades or, um, you know, exchanges or, um, things that I can, you know, justify that price and and spread out that payment for a while. Um, Things like that. I think all of those things together are seeing a major, you know, decrease. And also, you know, everybody's kind of mad at everything right now, too. Like, as far as not only are we mad at the companies, but we're mad at Star Wars because it's not what we want it to be. We're mad at Marvel because it's expanding too fast. We're mad at uh, DC now because well, we were always mad at DC, always. but for some yeah, reason, never stopped, yeah. <laughs> but, but for some reason there's this, there's this amount of people who thought everything was awesome, even though that never happened. Uh, but they're mad because, you know, all of that, um, you know, people that saw avatar are mad at the people who won't see avatar. The people who didn't see avatar <laughs> mad at the people for going to see avatar. I'll you know, you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> everybody 
is just mad and nobody is having fun and nobody wants to deal with it and prices are high and they don't want to spend it and yeah all of those things are combining into one thing that are causing the the definitely the collector uh circumference to shrink that's a good way of putting that um as i do agree with you on a lot of your points um there's one thing that i have just noticed myself so i can't speak for every collector as a whole, no, do I expect you guys to speak for up? Well, actually, Nate, you're more of a representation of all of the collectors. So I, I thank you for speaking for everyone. And oh, no, no, no problem. About that at all. Uh, yeah. But I think that maybe the bubble hasn't burst because all these things happen around the same time, right? But I also mm-hmm. think that the hobby has not be for me, has become less fun and much more transactional. And then I hear people now commenting saying, well, you're buying action figures. So it is a transaction. But like the the kind of, oh, I'm going to go out to Target and see what I find. Oh, my God, they're here. Wow, that's so cool. I didn't expect this. Or like the fun, the thrill. of like, So you the missed search. the thrill of the hunt that we hated so much? <laughs> yes. But so the, the hunt that we hated was when it was, we don't know how much you're getting. We don't know when it's coming out. They said it'll be out next month, but some reason some targets are getting it now. These targets aren't getting it. That was more of like the miscommunication. But it is fun to just walk into a target and be like, hey, I think these are coming out this week. Cool. Oh, my God, they're here. Or like having that. I guess it is. It's sort of like the hunt, but not like the insanity. It was like the fun hunt leading up to the pandemic. Once We, we must have had different experiences because I don't remember there ever being a time where well, there was a there was a, a not a worry where if I walked in and got something I'd be excited because I found it not because let's, thank God it's not sold out. Let's see. I guess maybe we were collecting different lines. So no, because summer be the summer before the pandemic, Rocksteady and Bebop came out, and I remember that was a pain in the ass, and we were all panicking. That was Rocksteady and Bebop. Yep, because I had moved to Arizona at that point, and it was the first summer I'd been there. I, and I found them and got super excited. Them and the brighter colored turtles. And I sent pictures to you and Wes to see if you uh-huh. wanted them. And then you ran to Target to find one and got lucky and found it. But okay. it was still stressful because we didn't know if we were going to find them or not. Sure. But again, what I'm referring to is maybe even a little bit before that of just like certain Marvel Legend in the way of just showing up and being like, oh, I think I want to get this one. Like shit like that is what I'm more referring to. Not of like, oh, my God, I need to have this and I don't know if I'm going to get it. So we'll exclude NECA for most of this. So most of your toy lines that you collect. (laughs) But no, I mean, there is only very, most of the Target exclusive was the ones that kind of seemed like to be a hassle. So like the four packs and shit like that. But I don't think I had like awful experiences for everything that I've had from there. Um, But like that to me was like the thrill of it or being like, oh, this is out. Okay, cool. I'm going to pre-order this. And it actually comes out in a short amount of time. I think the hobby is less fun because it is a, it's more of, okay, well, this is coming out at some point in time in the future. I don't know when I'm just going to give you some money and hope that it comes out within the same calendar year. And to me, that is obviously affected by the pandemic and shipping delays and all that shit that we're still dealing with the effects of that. But that has kind of taken away the fun from, the hobby like seeing new things announced that was fun all the time and being like oh my god they're doing this oh my god they're doing this oh my god they're doing this and now it just seems that like even if things get announced 
I don't have like an exciting or excitement. Like we'll use the UNESCO figures, for example. Those were just recently announced. Well, not announced, but revealed and available for pre-order. But like my excitement isn't so much about the figure because it's like, well, I don't even know when I'm going to get these. So I, I do like it. It looks cool. But in reality, I don't expect to get these anytime soon. And that's sort of the same, I guess, thought for every single thing that I collect. And that's kind of not fun anymore. It's more of like, let me just put my card in here and see when it shows up. And to me, that's what I'm saying. That's that's just how I feel. That's what kind of like takes the lackluster. It makes it a little bit like lackluster. Or um, I guess that, that's the only way I can really. So it. so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm just having fun with. It, I'm gonna okay? I'm gonna mind, I'm things. gonna blow your mind right now because I'm pretty sure what I took from that is being on this show on this YouTube channel is what made collecting less fun for you because prior to being on this channel, you didn't keep up with the new releases. You would just find things because they'd show up. Maybe that's true. Maybe that's what it was. It's your fucking fault. (laughs) It is. I ruined (laughs) collecting for you, (laughs) which is ironic because this, this whole channel, like at least this, the podcast, what was originally the news exists because of you, because you came to me and you're like, I really want to do a video podcast, but I don't want to do like what you were doing at the time with why you a gamer. I was like, well, you know what? I'm starting modern toy fair on its own channel. I'm going to have reviews and stuff. Let's do like a a podcast or let's do the weekly news. (laughs) And that started this venture. So like, it's kind of your fault too. uh, Cause you asked for this. (laughs) No, but I mean, it's, I would say it's not. Jamar. Go ahead. What were you, what were you wearing? (laughs) What was I wearing? Probably nothing. That's like, a joke. Oh. Just to be clear, that was a joke. <laughs> so I shouldn't clip that for TikTok later. <laughs> Me, you are. Uh, which, if you're not following us, follow us on whatever it is at TikTok.com. Um, <laughs> TikTok.com/slash Modern Toy Fair. There you go. Yeah, specifically the website. Uh, but yeah, that I, I don't know if I've like eloquently explained that, but that's just kind of how I feel. I don't feel excited for things to get announced because i don't know when it's because it's out. no longer about finding it in store it's about just waiting for it to show up at your door yeah that's and it, that's yeah. not like really fun it, it feels very adult like now mm-hmm. of like oh cool here goes my credit card i'll see it in a few months and or I, a year or i think you know. that could I, be go ahead nate oh i just i want to interject with that too because i understand exactly where you're coming from maybe this you know is a a, a toy therapy uh addendum or whatever but you know i did have to like find a way to make it fun again and because i i do love the hunt i i love going out it it, it kind of fits in with what i do for a living now is just to go out to places so but i still love that it's one of my favorite things to do when stuff is around the the potential for finding something is around um, I love going out for a few hours, even, um, you know, mm-hmm. friends of mine have made it into whole weekends. And uh, so I had to like create that because yeah, it was exactly what you're talking about where you're just putting your credit card information, you're pre-ordering it. You know, I had to let go of some pre-orders and actually say, cause I don't, I don't pre-order transformers at all, unless it's mm-hmm. something special, like a exclusive or, um, you know, some sort of like, selects or something like that that's not going to be available at retail because i want to be able to go to a store and find it and i made that a conscious decision one because transformers is probably the most popular toy line in existence and they always come out to the stores like very rarely are you unable to find. i've never been able to un 
to find something. Mm-hmm. I've never mm-hmm. been unable to, as long as I'm patient. Um, that what could go without saying with everything, but yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. whole nother topic. Um, <laughs> but uh, and now I've started with the whole Marvel Legends, you know, MCU figures, but only on clearance. And one, that's my own little private middle finger to Hasbro because I think the shit is expensive, yeah. you know, for yeah. what it is. And, um, and it's my own way to one, you know, minimize my, my spending, but also to make it more fun. Cause I may go to the store and I may find the figure that I'm looking for, but if it's not at the right price, then I got to put it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just all there is to it. And I don't cheat by getting on Amazon unless it's like, I've been losing and not, you know, this hasn't either gone on clearance yet and it's a fantastic price or I've missed it and there it is for a similar price. That's the only time I'll do that on Amazon. Um, But yeah, it it makes it a little bit more fun. Now, what does that have to do with the bubble and collecting? I don't know, but I think there's less of me out there right now because I do think people are doing more Hasbro Pulse, Big Bad Toy Store, um, you know, obviously, and this is not meaning to be a joke, but not dork side and not uh, the rebel one that came up. Maybe it is a joke. I'm sorry. It's, it is what it is. Um, yeah, maybe I was. But at the same time, you know, uh, Amazon is still a big one. I, I know I have several friends that get almost all of their pre-orders from Amazon still, you know, which is crazy, but they do get things fast. And mm-hmm, if that's yeah. what matters to you, um, then that's cool. I, I, the only thing I think I even have on pre-order is Masters of the Universe because if you've noticed in stores they're backlogged mm-hmm. and store, stores aren't getting them, and then GI Joe Classified, but that's really only because of the panic of the year of 2020 when Classified came out because it was such a out of the gate smash hit, and then also tying into you know the bubble really getting big, people capitalizing on that all those exclusives and just the shitty distribution all around for that line. Mm-hmm. That was kind of that, that perfect storm. Cause that was probably one of the lines, new lines that kind of exploded out of the pandemic was GI Joe classified. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Well, Nate, thank you for putting it in, in this, in a, in a way that I was trying to get at it. I do actually enjoy the hunt. I just yeah. don't like when the hunt is poorly communicated. Yeah, and that's probably what I was trying to or say. Or it's forced upon you. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah, think yeah. that's sometimes what it is with the NECA stuff. We get into a forced hunt where our heart's not in it. We're mm-hmm. only doing it because we don't want to miss out. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And really, I mean, uh, that's a whole other topic. I'm not even going to ask it. Uh, um, we'll move on from that. But I, 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 th- I for later. I, I do think that a big part of it is demand became so great that companies tried to overcompensate because if you think about it Mm -hmm. since Mm -hmm. the pandemic despite the fact that they all were having you know shipping issues and manufacturing issues they announced more and more more often Mm -hmm. because before like hasbro did their live streams and stuff but it wasn't like a almost like two or three times a month thing like oh no Um, well especially not like during the pandemic now granted that was their only means of communication Mm -hmm. but yeah there was one almost every week yeah there would be like a major brand panel once a week yeah and and that was across all brands because even like NECA got to the point where they were announcing stuff more regularly it was instead of getting stuff you know at SDCC 
uh, NYCC and Toy Fair. Mm-hmm. It was just like a spread across everything. Um, and some of that was obviously a necessity, but at the same time, instead of still doing it at those specific times of the year, they spread it out across the entire 52 weeks. Um, almost like they feel like the need, like kind of like if they were a content creator, like you have to have something out to stay relevant. Um, Mm -hmm. even though that's not necessarily the case, like, yes, the demand is there. People were like, I want to know what's new. I want to know what they're working. I want to do this. Um, but I don't think it, it's to the point where if they go away for a couple months and then have a big like reveal with a, like a, a whole line of toys or something like that, that people are going to be like, Oh, I don't care about them anymore. Like, I think it's just going to, if anything, will make that big reveal even bigger where now I feel like there's a lot of fatigue. There's almost too much mm-hmm. coming out because everyone's between stuff's more expensive all around. Cause mm-hmm. we did do an entire episode about the costs like rising and Hasbro being the most out of everyone, but everyone's feeling it. Hell, even uh, McFarland announced they're raising their prices. Um, <gasps> what yeah they're going to 2299 um wow but they like everything's going up and everyone has new lines that they've gathered everyone's expanding on lines they've already have like it's there's 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 no 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 like rest period it's always mm-hmm. something's going up for pre something's coming out something is, is you know needing your attention and if you don't get it who knows down the line if it's going to get released or if you're going to pay extra. Um, So I think that's a big part of it is just the fact that there's too much because companies overcompensated for how much demand there was. Um, Mm -hmm. And then as far as the, the hunt goes, I will say I don't like the like standard Walmart target hunts. I I've never been a fan of it going in. Like I'm addicted to it. Like if I'm at Walmart or target, I will stop and go and look in the toys, but I've always hated the, the hassle of like, uh, well, is, is there actually going to be worth my while? Cause nine times out of 10, there's nothing there. Sure. Um, I do love though, going to like the exchange or going to a local shop or something like that. Something where you are going to possibly see something that you haven't seen that you've been looking for something older that you missed out on that you're trying, you've been trying to find um, or even something new that you didn't know, like had started shipping, which at this point is very rare, um, but you never know. Uh, Or something you didn't even know existed. Yes. Stay tuned or go back and watch our uh, our, 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 our weekly only toy figs. haul on OnlyFigs, yes. Oh. Um, yeah, well, little tease. little yeah. tease for something that already happened. Yes. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, I think it is a big, cool. a big part of it is just fatigue of everything. But I also feel like, like Nate mentioned, a lot of people are, are a little without, you know, trying to insult people, but hurt because the last year has been very much just companies kind of going in dry and they were, you know, recording record profits up until collectors stopped buying their stuff because it was too expensive. They, they got tired of, you know, raising the prices just simply because you could, because there's so many of us that are just willing to buy it anyway. And that's why stuff is now just on the shelves or waiting to go clearance. Like with Nick, for instance, and it's got to the point where there's even certain things I've waited to go on clearance. Cause I'm like, I want this, but it's not enough to go full price because it's not my main line. Cause when the pandemic, mm-hmm. like we were like towards the beginning of it and we started this channel, I had a miscellaneous collection that I had like on the shelf that I used to do where it was just, I, I let Jamar get in my head with his shelf representation and I would just <laughs> pick little things here and there. And I like had a bunch of random stuff. And I eventually was like, 
why? I don't I don't need any of this. I don't like the display is ugly it's, fun. it's chaos. It's fun. So it's fun. I, I got rid of it all and I have a few things here and there that if it's real special I will, you know, get, but for the most part, if it's not a part of a specific collection that I want, I don't need it. Um, especially with how expensive things are, because yeah. you can only recycle your collection so much before you have to start getting rid of things you actually like for the things that you kind of sort of want. So it's easier yeah. to cut that kind of stuff out if you don't need it than to try to to expand. Well, and let's talk a little bit about that, too, because you and I, Michael, are are generally ones that we do that quite a bit with mm-hmm. uh, as far as recycling. Um, you know, the the market has gotten smaller and Mm -hmm. so we're not getting the same amount of return on something like because you know i bailed on marvel legends as as the comic group at a a great time because i made a ton off of it not even like that wasn't even the intention so it's not like i'm a you know i'm a dirty scalper but uh you know you you see what things are going for and you go well all right i'm gonna sell it for you know six bucks less Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna sell it like crazy and i'm still gonna make you know a good amount of money you know that's not happening anymore. Yeah. So, you know, you have to start, and this is a, this is true first world problems. Uh, but like, you have to like start thinking like, oh, like, am I buying this just to have it now and then resell it in a year, or should I just cut out the middleman and just mm-hmm. not buy it at all? Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. I think we I think we've all done that to a certain extent. Yeah, it's something you know uh, that shit, isn't going to stay stay around. It's something that you're like, I like this, like, yeah. but it's going to go away eventually. Yeah, it's like especially like for me, like Kickstarter stuff, or even has some Haslab stuff. Like, like I'm getting that Sky Striker in the next couple of weeks, and I'm just like, I, I don't want it. I didn't, I didn't need. I have original Sky Striker. What, what do I need this for? Uh, so my my shift has, has changed, and the, the bummer there is, is, I know I'm not going to get a lot out of it. I, I'm mm-hmm. actually probably going to sell it to a friend for cost, so that's fine as well. But even if I wanted to. It's just I not there. Really it's, it's just not going to be there. Yeah, the, the market because more people are getting. Yeah, people are getting more savvy to it. I mean, Haslabs, the successful ones, mm-hmm. have, I mean, just outpaced you know a lot of the previous ones. In fact, like Deathsaurus, this this shocked me. Deathsaurus, the most recent Transformer Haslab, actually uh, locked in two thousand more than uh, Star Saber did. Wow, you know its counterpart. Yeah, so. You know, I don't know if that's people thinking they're going to resell that one mm-hmm. or if it's just more people realized, oh, I missed out on something cool. I think it's so a lot of people thinking, oh, look at the past one selling so well. I want to get it on that. It could be too. And they're going to be yeah. really disappointed in a year's time because it's not the case because a yeah. lot of those like the newer ones are there's just the market's so saturated because so many people like, did that. They even bought multiple trying to make up the money they yeah. spent on theirs. I am so fearful because I got the super seven thunder tank mm-hmm. and i i absolutely do not want it i do not want it i don't even know if i could sell it for what i paid i don't, I don't know i don't know i don't, know. So I, don't I don't know if the interest is there especially with super seven yeah. uh, things have been and, and this is not me attacking super seven i was a huge uh fan of theirs i still am a fan of theirs i, I am a fan of theirs i just i i there's certain things i don't i don't like and, yeah. uh, but yeah, I, I just don't know with that one. And I don't know. You know I, don't, I don't think that's a big, I, that's a big, that's a big chunk of change to be, uh, not having. Yeah. So. I, I don't think that's going to be an easy sell. Um, one, because of the, yeah. the cost of it to begin with, but with just the general like demeanor towards super seven at this point and how many people have kind of backed off of it. Yep. I, I, I don't see that, uh, 
going well. Because even, like, just in general, Neko, for instance, I have that Loot Crate uh, Armageddon, and I, like, it's cool, but I never had any interest in it. I just bought it because the last time I liked the other stuff that came in the arcade box. And mm-hmm. you can't unload that to, to save your life. Like, no. like, there's so many of them on eBay trying to undercut each other, and none of them are selling. Um, and it's just, like... It, you you can't awesome. what's that i said good thing it's jawsome yeah <laughs> Cle- <laughs> cl- clearly not jawsome enough uh <laughs> but yeah the, the market isn't there because even like the like mofex when i first got into it last year when i kind of fell out of the mofex or not, not mofex mezco um collection those if you didn't get your pre-order in and get it when it first came out it doubled in price day one and now it's to the point where either they've ramped up the amount of figures they're making to compensate that, or the people who are like are realizing that the market isn't there are canceling their pre-orders. But now a lot of them you can still get on the import sites. You can still get on Big Bad Toy Store. Once in a while, you'll have one that kind of sells out and still, and you, but it still doesn't go up too crazy. It goes up like maybe fifty bucks. Um, so the, yeah, that's a big part of it is the third-party market, which we all hate is still a major factor in collecting because it, it kind of sustains it for one, unfortunately the scalper community and two for people who, you know, try to offset their, their costs by selling all their older stuff to get newer stuff. And if no one's buying from that, let alone buying from the retail, then that brings everything crashing down at that point because then the collectors who are staying in the hobby are going to have a hard time like buying new stuff because they can't get rid of old stuff. Right. And they don't have that extra disposable income anymore that they would have had by recycling their collection. Um, Cause even that's, that's a big thing for a while. Even after I got done with Mezco, I still bought the figures solely with the purpose of, I, I, I basically ran a chop shop because people loved the accessories. So I would, you know, part the figure out the body the heads the like weapons what have you and i I would make a little bit extra money nothing crazy um but it was just something to to do to where like i'd help people get the things they wanted or trade for other accessories i wanted and make a little extra than what i paid um and it got to the point where it was harder and harder to get rid of those accessories so i just stopped doing it because it was like well i'm not going to justify spending 100 bucks on a figure that I don't want to try to use that as trade fodder to sell, to get other things if people don't want it. And then I get stuck with a bunch of accessories that get in a pile. And then I eventually sell as a lot for a fraction. Right. Of price. Right. So whose fault is it then? Who do we say? Hasbro. Who do we blame? Is it, it's, <laughs> it's always Hasbro. Hasbro. It's always Hasbro. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, oh, always, it's Hasbro. Is it's, it... it's much like a multiplication problem. Hasbro oh, is zero. So if, if, so if you times, times anything by it, it's Hasbro. It's Hasbro. Anything, yeah. So any question, it's Hasbro. Yeah. That's right. you, you put that on there. Did Hasbro cause the collector bubble to pop? That's the title of the video. All right. Well, answers yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll, yeah. I'm down for it. Um, and then have me going. What? Thank you for making that that thumbnail easy for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm put a little bubble popping in your mouth. Uh, yeah. Um, or just have saliva. I was going to say, maybe oh a mint. Yeah. Maybe a mint. <laughs> yeah. 
I just asked the question because it it seems like a very complicated issue. Obviously, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's actually it's probably more simple than what we really are thinking about it. It just needs to be a perfect fine line or perfect balance of mm-hmm. supply and demand. This is economics one hundred and one. Welcome, you know, <laughs> test this next week. But it it's really just that simple. But who threw it out of whack? Can we blame it on like the pandemic? Can we yes. I, say I, specifically? Yeah, one hundred percent. It was the pandemic. Because look at look at what happened to sports cards, sports cards, which yeah. had been a dead, dead, you know, item of collectibles, mm-hmm. exploded. And really, what really exploded, it was the graded cards. Mm-hmm. So it was prospecting. It was. It's no mm-hmm. different than stocks. It's no different than NFTs. It's no different than cryptocurrency. Crypto? At, it, all that stuff exploded at that same time. Because people were just invent, literally in this case, inventing new ways to create something collectible, mm-hmm. and you know, toys for for us who have been hardcore into it or have been the, in this hobby for longer than you know Two five years, years yeah, yeah um, you know, some of us have been in it our whole lives. I mean, that's mm-hmm. most of us mm-hmm. really. If you think about it, have been in it our whole lives because we never really, besides maybe a few yeah. years here and there. Um, when we discovered something else to play with, um, you know, that there was a little bit of time that was, that was changed from that, but then we always end up coming back to it. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, I a hundred percent agree. I, I, I think it was the pandemic because it is a symbiotic relationship between consumer and manufacturer. Mm-hmm. And when one got offset, it caused the other one to react and it just never, got to a point where it was more even um i do i had something that i wanted i can't remember it now shit Uh, i do uh, i do feel like a a major thing oh yes uh, as far as um everything exploding during the pandemic Mm. i think another major factor especially as far as the like value collecting would go for people who were doing it to try to invest as an investment I feel like that also was more so a societal problem. People suddenly weren't at their jobs and they realized how miserable they were when they were there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they were trying to find a sustainable way to not have to ever go back. And a lot That's of people fair. did and a lot of people didn't. Um, but I think that was a big thing is I think people were like, Oh, well there's money to be made. If I make enough that I can, you know, invest that and invest that and like that's why we ran into like the GameStop stock like thing like during Mm. the pandemic and stuff it was there was always the next big thing to try to make as much money as possible so we wouldn't Mm. have to go back to your shitty job um Mm. and i i think that was a big part of it 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 was it was people were so miserable they were trying to find ways to improve their life and it just kind of bled into our hobby which is now mm-hmm. kind of suffering from it because um, mm-hmm. it's like it's like uh you know if you live in a uh beachfront town that's shitty in the winter time you know and then in the summertime it's awesome and all these people move in and then you know august comes back around again and everybody leaves and you're left picking everything up and you've got all this extra crap that nobody else mm-hmm. you know needs mm-hmm. okay. exactly um, so I, I do feel like it, it 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 is coming crashing down, and it's it's crashing a lot faster than it rose. 
because I feel like it was mm-hmm. a steady like two year rose like rise, and I feel like it just kind of plummeted within the matter of six months. Like I think the big the big part of it was when everyone jacked up their prices and it came out that they were making record profits at the time, so there was no need to gouge like they were and everyone then turned on them and was like well i'm not going to buy your product then or if i will i'll wait for it to go on clearance or what have you um i think that just blew up so quickly that it 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 wasn't able to balance itself out like it probably normally would have um so i guess to, to close it out what's do you think the bubble has popped and it's going to be a rough time going forward, or do you think this is a minor bump in the road and it's going to bottom out and go right back up or at least start going in the reverse direction it's currently going? Well, I, I can say for sure the bubble has popped because I've listened to you guys talk, you know, for the past time. I'm joking. Um, no, I, I think that we're not at a point where there's like no return, but there's also not going to ever be, it's just it's becoming more niche and we'll probably start to notice maybe some lines you know dwindling down and things like that because i don't know if we've seen any like real major line like disappear if i had to throw money in there to bet i'd probably say super seven might like stop a few lines or something like that they seem to be the ones that are moving at a more slower pace that i notice um but once we see something big from like hasbro saying like hey we're not gonna do any more Power Rangers, something like that, that will be kind of like a big sign that it, it really is like fully burst. But I think we will get back to it. But like I said, it'll just stay more of a niche hop, niche hobby. Um, sadly, it probably will be a lot less hunting is what I'm going to assume because it's going to be more like made to order kind of shit or order through our website and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't think that collecting is doomed forever. Mm-hmm. But well, it's going to suck. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think I think this next year is going to be painful. I think um, I think we're still going to see an overabundance of product. I mean, we're already like I've already said a couple things, but like just recently, um, and I love the fact that they're so easy to get. But stuff like the the Python Patrol and Tiger Force stuff is really plentiful at Target, and and like I mentioned earlier, Target is really moving through they 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 had a whole thing where they bought too much as a company Mm -hmm. and so that's why they're clearancing things out so quickly um so i think i think 2023 is still going to be uh a a bit of a you know kind of putting the brakes on the train and it's still got a ways to go before they could start fixing things Mm -hmm. so this year i think is definitely going to be painful i also think that we're gonna have a problem with what i mentioned earlier um because one, everybody's mad at the IPs, so the, the IPs aren't as popular. And even the ones that are, like Transformers per se, um, they've made so many of the ones that everybody wants. And the figures are so good now, it's not as easy to make a new one every three to five years that's better and better. Like, mm-hmm. we've already got a great one. It's seven years old now, but it's still awesome. So something like G.I. Joe, I think, is going to be still a success throughout this year because we've never had these characters in six-inch scale. So, you know, for the next few years, at least, because you can say Snake Eyes is the main character, but that's 
debatable. G.I. Joe doesn't really have a main character, so you can go pretty deep and people are happy. You know, you yeah, you make Dukes and, and Cobra Commanders and Snake Eyes, but in this line you can make a bunch of other characters and people are going to love it. And I think we're going to continue to see that, but I think we're going to see the, the opposite effect in a lot of other lines. Am I making sense? It sounds yes. good up here. Okay. All I heard was... So I, I don't think, so to reiterate, I don't think the bubble has popped fully because I think enough of us have been in it and are in it for life. Um, and I also think that, um, you know, we're just, we're in for a painful year and it'll, it'll go back to what it was three to four years ago. Mm-hmm. So I, to a certain extent, I, I, I agree and, and also disagree a little bit. I do think that it's in the process of popping currently. Mm-hmm. We're currently seeing the, the pop. Um, However, I think it's going to be a few years before we see any course correction. Because what I think is going to happen okay. is over this year, it's going to it's going to hit the companies hardest, and we're going to see brick and mortar toy sections suffer because of it. Because Targets mm-hmm. and WalMarts aren't going to want to order as much because they have to keep clearancing out and losing money on it, which mm-hmm. is then going to piss off companies like Hasbro, and they're going to do what they've been doing so far. Anytime they don't make their money. They are going to victim blame, and we are going to be enemy number one. Collectors are going to be to blame, especially now that's come out that we are 25% of their toy profits um, yearly. They are going to blame the consumer and take it out on us in some way, shape, or form, whether it means putting out less or raising prices even more, or they're, they're going to do something to make the hobby worse before eventually things start to balance back out in a couple years. And then I think you're right. We will eventually go back to how it was pre-pandemic where there won't be enough for everybody and it will be stressful, but not as stressful as it was during the pandemic. Um, but I think it's gonna be a while before we get to that point. And I think it's going to get real heavily reliant on online sales where people are just going to pre-order and stop going brick and mortar at all because of that. Um, so companies like Big Bad Toy Store are going to prosper during this time, at least to the extent that they'll get the sales that Target wouldn't because people don't want to bother with it um, versus, you know, also the fact that there'll be less people buying because of set actions. Um, but l- let us know in the comments below. Do you think the collecting bubble is popped? Do you think we're full of shit? Do you think that things are still great and happy in the collecting world? Uh <laughs> And if you enjoyed this video and you're still sticking around, make sure to like and subscribe because it helps us out. And it also gets you some toy-related content on your feed. We've got reviews on Mondays. Let's pose on Tuesdays. We have our live streams on Wednesdays and the weekly podcast that you're currently watching on Fridays, along with some other things we throw in here and there, like top 10 lists and such. Uh, we also have, you know, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at Modern Toy Fair. Check us out on there. We do have a Twitch channel, which if for some reason you don't want to watch the live stream on here, you can go to twitch.tv forward slash modern toy fair and watch it on there. Uh, we will be simulcasting it so that way we don't leave anyone behind who was kind enough to follow us there um, while still coming over to YouTube where we may get a bigger audience because that's where our core audience is. Uh, you can check Jamar out over on metal.tv forward slash Jamar Games. And Nate, what is it do you have for us this week? Wait, this just in. I don't mean to steal your segment, Nate, but 
this is a very exclusive podcast that we're going to offer to our Patreon listeners. And we had a discussion before the show, and it came to my attention that you have not yet watched Cobra Kai. So what we're going to do, this is a complete joke because we're not going to do this for real. But this is really no, 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 no. <laughs> Keep going. You have to you have Because to we might. Okay. So what I have, I have proposed here is we're going to do a rewatch of Cobra Kai, the entire five seasons. But the catch is, so Nate will enjoy it, he will have partake in some of the Mary Janes. So it will be <laughs> the podcast called Cobra High. Podcast. Oh, Jesus. Sounds like a great that's, idea. That's, that's, like, that's a really good idea. It's a really, oh, my God. It's a we really do a re- rewatch series of all five seasons because the show is amazing and it's only going to be even more amazing. Knowing that it is amazing, so that's, that was my amazing. joke in the beginning that I was in tears because I couldn't. Yeah, the one that, that you were laughing so hard at yourself for. <laughs> oh man! Well, that's gonna be it for this week. I hopefully, can't top that. <laughs> hopefully, we see you next week. Same toy time, same toy fair channel. Thank you for watching. <laughs>